Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 542. If you're basically, if you love custom cars, follow your dream. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am so revved up and excited to introduce today's very special guest, John D'Agostino. John, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, without a doubt. I can't wait. (laughs) Awesome. John D'Agostino is the owner of Celebrity Customs, D'Agostino Customs in Discovery Bay, California. He was born in Pittsburgh, and John got into building and customizing model cars when he was a kid. He was inspired by the works of Barris, Winfield, Hines, Starbird, and Watson. John embarked on a lifelong journey of designing and building custom cars. He's become an icon in the world of customs with numerous awards so extensive that rival anyone in the business. He's a prolific builder, and his builds are in private collections and museums around the world. John, I've told our listeners a very tiny bit about what you do and who you are, but would you take a moment to share a little bit more about your career and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Yeah, basically it started when I was a very young guy. At uh, eight or nine years old, my father took me to the Grand National Roadster Show in Oakland, and that was actually in 1959. And uh, uh, I looked at the custom cars there. I just had a passion to see custom cars there because growing up in Pittsburgh, California, that was a hotbed for custom cars. Mm-hmm. Most of the Italian fellows, they all had cars built by Barris and Balon and Winfield. And by seeing those cars going down the streets in Pittsburgh on Railroad Avenue, I knew one day that, that I, would, I would want a car. So when I was 16 years old, I bought my first car, 1956 Chevy, showed at local car shows, won some big awards with it. And ever since then, I've been just rolling through probably over a hundred cars. I've actually uh, designed and owned and, and, and co-built with other builders, and uh, and I've been I've been rolling through ever since uh, 1967. Rolling through, I like that. Yeah, rolling through, indeed. I mean, my goodness, the cars that you've designed and built and are just uh, they're absolutely incredible and. I'm sure most of our listeners out there know who you are, but I'll make sure on your show notes page is a link to your website where you can learn more about John and see these amazing cars. I'm sure many of us, as I have too, seen your cars at shows and things. Uh, 
Absolutely fantastic. What an inspiration as we continue on your journey. I always like to start with a success quote. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success in your business. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, John, take the wheel. Great. Well, basically, I, I, I build your dream car. In other words, when you come to me, I build a car that you're going to like. I build a customized car, something that's very individually done. I design the car to your likings. We build it. We show it. Show it in America. Show it around the world. We build your dreams. What a, a wonderful thing for car people and to be able so I can come to you with a, a rough idea or no idea just saying, hey, do something cool for me. I like this mark, this genre, this kind of look, and you'll create it from start to finish from the chassis all the way up. All the way through. And basically what I've been doing for the past probably 15 or 20 years, I've been uh, co-building the car with other builders like Oz Customs in Orville, mm-hmm. uh, Lucky 7 in Antioch, California. Gene Winfield. I built cars for myself, and these cars actually, after they're built, they're shown in America. Then the second year, they end up being shown in Europe or Australia. Mm-hmm. And then the third year, they end up at the Peterson Museum. <laughs> and then after that, usually there's people that come up, they want to purchase these cars. So I'm basically building these cars for myself. <laughs> and they're basically, half of the half the time, the cars are pre-sold. Oh, my gosh. And then if they're not pre-sold, we take it to an auction like we did uh, this last year. We took the Sophia car, mm-hmm. uh, the 40 CAD, and the Elvis 359 CAD, the one built in Italy, and we actually auctioned them off at Scottsdale. Wow. You've figured out the way to have an awesome career. I mean, imagine getting to build your own cars, take them around and show them, and then sell them, and then start the whole process over again. Oh, my gosh. You are a very fortunate guy. You built a wonderful career. Let's go back in time. You talk about your dad taking you to that car show. Is that the pivotal moment as you remember it in your life when you realized that you indeed were going to be a car guy? Or is there another moment in time that you can remember? Well, I would say that was the turning point. When I went to the show and saw all these beautiful custom cars back in 1959, I I, I just knew one day when I was uh, when I was the right age at 16 years old that I'd start building cars. Yeah. It was just one of those things. And that, I would say that's the... That's the point that really got me going is going to a car show, especially the Grand National Show in Oakland, and seeing those beautiful custom cars. Yeah, he started you off right. (laughs) You got the bug really, really quick. Well, you've chosen a career. You're an entrepreneur. You've been an entrepreneur your whole life, and we all know that that is fraught with up and downs. I would love for you to go back in time. You know, people look at people like you, and they say, oh, you've been famous and successful your whole life. Well, there were times, I would assume, back when things didn't happen the way you planned huge challenges, big failures that occurred. Could you take us to one of those instances? And the most important part of this is how did you overcome it and move forward to become successful later? Well, first off, actually back in the early 70s, customs were actually dead at that time. A lot of people weren't building custom cars. And at that time, I was buying brand new cars like Pontiac Grand Prix in 1970, 1972, I bought a Buick Riviera, and I was customizing new cars back then. Mm. You would go to shows, and there would only be three or four custom cars in the shows. But what really took the, back in the mid to late 70s, customs started to turn around. Mm-hmm. Richard Zoki built the Cool 50. Uh, I built the Midnight Sensation 51 Merc back in, back in the, uh, in the mid 70s. Then little by little, they start coming back. Then I would probably say early 80s is when it really took hold again. The KKOA, Custom Cancer America show, 
came out back in 82, and, and ever since then, custom's been on the rise. So would you say for those people out there that go through these transitions in their careers, whatever they might be, stick to your guns because cycles change. The economy, of course, affects things, people's tastes and things. But have, was the takeaway for you in that situation, just stick to your guns, stick what you knew what to do, and things come back around? Definitely, without a doubt. Like I said, everything's in cycles. And right now, custom cars are going well all over the world. Mm -hmm. With all my traveling in different countries, America, Europe, Asia, Australia, custom cars are starting to come very, very strong again. Yeah, and I, I, I think it's definitely, definitely on the rise. Yeah, well, the day that this show is airing, you're heading off to, uh, is it Australia or New Zealand? Actually, I start off in New Zealand. I do a one-day show there, and then I end up going to the gold country in Australia to do another three-day show. Wow. And then uh, back home for just a day, and then I end up getting on a plane again from San Francisco and go to Estonia <laughs> to do a show called American Beauty Car Show that I've done several times. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll tell our listeners, I've been chasing John for, I think, over a year here. You are a hard guy to nail down because you're always on the road. You're you're either building cars or you're out showing cars. It seems like you never rest. Well, sometimes it gets a little 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 too hectic at times. I I think I overbook, yeah. but you know what? I end up making things happen. In other words, I I start with Plan A, I go to Plan B, and I just uh, I just follow my calendar. And uh, and I've been uh, actually uh, from July to August coming up this year. I'm booked every week. Oh my god! Eight weeks eight weeks in a row. Then I have a week off. Then I start all over again. So I'm not home that often on weekends right now. The advantage of working in the field you're passionate about, it, it is really not to work in a sense that you're just having fun. Of course, it's hectic, but uh, you're getting to be around cars all the time, which is uh, obviously something everybody in the cars yeah, world would love to do. John, let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a career aha moment. It's a time when I like to say those headlights come on and kind of illuminate your way for this new direction that you plan on taking, something that you go, you know, this is the direction I should go. And tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into your success. Well, you know, uh, for about 20 years now, I've been building a lot of celebrity type cars, mm -hmm. like the Elvis car, the Gable, the Maryland car. And right now, I've been, I've actually built seven of them. I'm just coming out with, actually next week, uh, Concours on Rodeo. I'm trying to get my Rita, uh, it's a Rita Hayworth celebrity star car wow. finished to actually debut a Concours on Rodeo in Beverly Hills. Oh, how cool. And right now, the car's at the interior shop. It's supposed to be done by Friday. <laughs> and then we actually transport it over to uh, the Peterson Museum. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday and Father's Day, we're going to unveil the car there. But uh, I've, I've been to this show many times. This is probably the sixth or seventh time I've been to that Rodale Drive show. Wow. But I just plan to debut the car there and then put the car away for a while and start next year, 2017, with a big uh, big car show tour starting at the at the Grand National Rosa Show in Pomona, Sacramento, Portland Roadster Show, probably bring the car to Sweden right after that. A uh, couple months after that, the car will come back, and, and we'll do the big tour in 2017 with it. Oh and it's gosh. a 58, 58 Packard, two-seater, oh gorgeous car. Well, what made you come up with this concept of celebrity cars? It was just something back in 2007. I wanted, I wanted to, to actually combine D'Agostino Customs with celebrity star cars. Mm. So actually, it started in 1998 when I built the first car, the Maryland car. Mm -hmm. I had a fellow by the name of John Aiello in my area. We got together, we built the Maryland car, and ever since then, we've done 
three Elvis cars, Elvis, Elvis two, Elvis three. Uh, we done the Gable Packard. We done the Sophia 40, 40 Cadillac. That was a big, big winner yeah. in 2013. Uh, and now, now I'm with the, with the Rita car, the number, number seven celebrity star car. Wow. Now, is there another one after Rita that you've got in mind? Yeah, yeah, I actually started a few years ago. Uh, like I said, we were just finishing up on on the on the Rita Hayworth uh, Packard, and it's a forty-one Cadillac oh. Carson top. So that's going to be the next car for probably the two thousand eighteen season. Now your trophy case must be overflowing. I don't know where you keep them all, but I'd love for you to share if you can single out one proudest moment in your career that really stands out, really meant something to you. I would probably say uh, if uh, if I had to pick one car. I'd probably say the Stardust 40 Mercury has to be one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. That car was built and built actually in the late 80s, and uh, it, it toured all around America. It ended up at the Peterson Museum for a, for a while. Mm-hmm. That was just a beautiful reminiscent of the old Barrisman Tranga Merc, but I did some little other modifications to it. But that's probably one of my one of my favorites. But you know, they're all the Sophia car was great. The Elvis two car. Uh, this new Rita Packard is gonna gonna really shake them up. Yeah, you know, made into a two seater. It's just a gorgeous, real Hollywood type type car. So it's hard to say. I've I've done so many of them. Yeah. I've done, like I said, the last twenty years. I've probably done over twenty luxury cars. Me and wow. Lincoln Packards, Imperials, and you know, I love the Chop Mercs, my old Midnight Sensation back in the seventies. That was a that was that was a car that really did great in the shows and had a lot of impact. Like I said, probably my last car is my best, but they're all my best. It's like choosing between kids. That's right. It's hard to pick a favorite, that's for sure. Special, unique attributes to all of them. Have you ever added up how many car shows you've been to? Oh, over definitely over a thousand. Yeah, I would think so. Well, let's definitely. have a little bit of fun here and go back in time, way back in time. And I would love for you to share what was your first really special car. The the first car that you built that just went, oh, man, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Maybe share a memory or some details about that vehicle. Well, it would probably be, if I if talking about old-type custom cars, I'd probably say my 1951 Merc Midnight Sensation. Mm-hmm. That's probably be a, uh, probably a car that uh, that really started me out when it comes to, to fame, going around the world, showing cars, winning the big awards. And uh, actually, that car was built in 1973, right after the movie American Graffiti came out. Ah. I purchased a 51 Merc, took a year to build it. Uh, we showed it, but uh, that car really brings back a lot of memories. i done many, many shows with it, won lots of big awards, and uh, that's probably probably the car that got me going. If I remember that, that car was a really deep kind of a blue color with a white interior. Do I have the right car in mind? No, no, no. no. Basically, it was a, it was a uh, I call it the ultra. It's like a lavender, lavender, lavender blue okay. uh, with a, with the la- lavender bottom with the darker blue purple top. Okay. Uh, and that car actually was, was shown for many years. Then it went back east for several years. Okay. Now it was just purchased uh, by a nephew of mine here in Antioch, California, and the car's back on the West Coast after being been gone for 25 years over in Florida and and, uh, and Connecticut. It had kind of a cool scallop thing on the side, the down that... Yeah, that, yeah. that had that 53 Buick side trim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, great yes, car, <laughs> great car. Like I said, it was built in the early 70s, and actually the car was finished in 1981, but oh. it was started in 1973. Oh, wonderful, fantastic. Well, this might be an equally difficult question for you. Is there one car you've owned that you've let go that, man, you just wish you had back in your garage? 
I'd probably say the Sophia 1940 Cadillac that I just sold uh, four or five months ago at Barrett Jackson Scottsdale. Mm. That yeah. car just had a just had a glamour look to it. The paint job, the style of the car, being a rare car, a 62 series Cadillac. There's not very many of those around, and being the only customized. 62 series 40 Cadillac mm -hmm. that car is real special ah. I've got a lot of good memories with that car uh, all the car shows ended up going on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills it won the most elegant car on Rodeo in 2014 that's probably a car I wish I really probably should have kept yeah. It just brings back so many good, good memories. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, you talked a little bit about what's happening today in the future, but is there an upcoming build that you've got in your mind that you could share with us that really has you excited and fired up? You know, I, I want to build something that's uh, that's very radical, but, uh, but, but something that's going to be very attractive, something that uh, I'm going to do a lot more modifications to mm -hmm. instead of keeping it a little simpler. And, 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 but I, I want to do something towards a bubble top. Hmm. But but it's going to be a special type of bubble top, not just around bubble top like the ones that Starboard builds and all that. Uh -huh. I have something in mind, and it looks like uh, you know we uh, we could start that car in the next uh, probably right after the forty one Cadillac. Oh wow, cool! We'll yeah. look forward to seeing what happens there. Now here's a very introspective question for you, John. I love this question, especially asking designers, creative people like you. If you were a car, John, what kind of car would you be, and why? Well. I figure I like Cadillacs. Mm -hmm. I like cat to me Cadillacs are king. Cadillacs are the forties, the fifties, the sixties. I just uh, something about a Cadillac, even though I've done I've done Packers, I've done Lincolns and Imperials. I just I just love, love Cadillacs. Yeah, yeah. So let's narrow this down a little bit, okay? You mentioned a pretty broad range of Cadillac. Let's narrow it down to kind of a year make model if you could. I like the 1959 Cadillac. Ah, uh, yes. Something about the 59 with the with with the fins and the yeah. double lights. They're just they're so elegant. And I've uh, I've actually built uh, one, two, three, four of those cars. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, four uh, of those cars. Wow, that's a lot of sheet metal to be working with. Oh yeah, big car, very very big. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know I look at those cars and when people paint them dark colors, I think. Man, the work that went into making everything straight and perfect so that that paint laid down so nice. I can't even imagine the hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. And actually, probably out of out of all the all the three celebrity star cars, the Elvis, the Elvis 2, Elvis 3, the Elvis 2 car is on, uh, actually, it's on display at a place in Los Angeles called La La Land. It's a big <laughs> souvenir shop. It's the old Peterson Museum of the early 70s. Oh, yeah. On Hollywood Boulevard. Uh -huh. That place, actually, that's where the car's displayed forever. They bought it purposely to go on display. And it was funny, just last night at 9 o'clock last night, I was in Hollywood Boulevard, took a took another look at it. Every time I go to L.A., I stop by there. Yeah. And that car draws so much attention because Hollywood Boulevard. La La Land, everybody, baby. La yeah. La Land. Everybody that goes to Los Angeles, they have to go on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. And that car is seen by literally hundreds of thousands of people all the time. Wow. So I'd probably say that's probably one of the most photographed custom cars probably in history because of Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, yeah. I, I, I imagine you're right on that. Well, John, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior? It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's the fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers 
and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Okay, John, we're back and we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? Well, probably trying to build a car and make it uh, make it simple and dynamic and have that right, attractive look to it. Yeah, kind of the pillars of, of perfection, if you will. <laughs> right. It's not what you do to a car. It's how you do it. No, uh-huh. it's not how many modifications you do. Try Just, just to make it, make it where it's basically... Uh, uh, you don't change a good design. You restyle a good design. Mm. Ah, perfect. I love that. How about a resource? There's tons of resources these days, but is there one in particular you think the Car Shadow listeners would enjoy that you like as well? Well, basically, there, there, there's a lot of custom car websites, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and, and there's one called, uh, actually, it's back in St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, it's a great website. It's, it's, it's shown all over the world by actually millions and millions of readers. Mm-hmm. And it's called the www.bc.legends.com. And that, that is done by a fellow named Johnny King. Mm-hmm. He's done it for the last four or five years. And, and he has interviews of Barris and Coddington and Winfield and on and on. That's a, that's a great website. Nice. Awesome. You go to. Thanks for sharing that. Now, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read? You're on airplanes, it seems like, all the time. I don't know if you're a big book reader or audio book listener. Is there one that you could share with our listeners? Well, there's a, you know, a custom cars. If it, there, there's a lot of custom car magazines out there and books mm-hmm. that I actually uh, read and, and, and look at all the time. And if you just Google custom cars, I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll keep you busy with, uh, with, <laughs> with a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of them out there for sure. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot all over the world. There's, yeah. there's, I just finished uh, doing a, a, a chapter in a, in a German mag, a jacket German book, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be coming out in July. Oh, cool. And it's all about custom cars, uh, international. So I got a 20, 20 pages in it, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Oh, my gosh. Well, do me a favor. When that comes out, let me know. I'll share it with the Cars Out listeners so they can get their hands on that, okay? Definitely. Very cool. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources 
that John's been so kind to share today on his very own show notes page at carsyeah.com slash John D'Agostino. All right, John, we are up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a real doozy for a car guy like you. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, but don't worry about the cost, I'll buy you whatever you'd like. I'll even pay for you to custom build something for yourself. That sounds like a pretty good deal. <laughs> what would that vehicle be and why? I'd probably say a 1959 Cadillac Eldorado Baritz convertible, mm, yeah. like the one that's actually in uh, on display in Los Angeles on Hollywood Boulevard. But I'd probably do something and go a little more radical, mm-hmm. a little more dream style, go into sort of uh, something way out, sort of like a a bubble bubble top on one of those cars. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've never I've never seen a 59 Cad with a bubble top done done really nice, and and yeah. that's probably. Probably my ultimate uh, dream car to build. All right. That sounds cool. Well, I will start searching. I'm going to find you a car to get started with. Have you built something? I can't wait to see what you come up with. John, you have taken me on an awesome ride today, and I've really enjoyed talking with you. And I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Car Show listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that 59 Cadillac Beerus convertible with a bubble top? I, I would say, listen, follow your dream. If you're basically, if you love custom cars, follow your dream. Absolutely. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and what you're doing these days? You could go into the webpage, www.celebritycustoms.com, and that will bring you right to that, that, uh, that webpage plus D'Augustino Customs, and you'll see what I'm doing and, and, and how I'm and where I'm traveling to different shows around the world. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, listeners, you can find a link to that website on John's show notes page at carsyad.com. Just type John D'Agostino into the search bar and that page will pop up with links. John, I want to thank you for being so generous with your time. Have a very safe trip down under as you head off to your car shows in New Zealand and Australia. I want to thank you for sharing your expertise and your experiences with our listeners. It's been an absolute delight to talk to you today. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. It's great. To, it's great to be here on Cars Yet. I'm excited to actually uh, see what's going on in the future. <laughs> You're welcome. You take care. Okay, you too. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!